0: All right, another day, another dollar, am I right? Actually, uh, another $40 spent on fucking alcohol. Uh, That's what we're going to get to. Today is the bracket of drugs. I need so many drugs because, Jesus fucking Christ, one of the most defeating feelings ever is writing a song that is fire. The instrumental is fire. The synth, everything is just working. All the drum samples are just they fit the beat is working everything is just pouring out and then when it's time to record the vocal the melody just escapes Like, and I'm just sitting there for fucking hours and I'm like oh my god not hours but an hour I've been sitting here trying to write some melody that I like to this new like early 2000's pop thing let's see if I can find it patch 85 on the Korg Minalog XD folks seriously I need so many drugs because of this I, I'm so upset But while I'm fine on this patch, um, the drug bracket, I wasn't going to do like heroin versus fentanyl or any of that shit. People were asking like, why is it, why are you only doing weed, LSD, alcohol, and I forget the other one, uh, mushrooms. Well, because like I'm not trying to promote unhealthy uh, drug use here. I'm only trying to promote healthy drug use, like when you can't figure out a song, you take drugs because you're upset. That's healthy. Right? So here we go. Usher, Usher. Like that's what I from it. It sounds a lot like uh, the Usher song. Uh, what is it? DJ God has fallen in love again. Usher Usher, I love how Usher just does that. Another thing I like. Oh, Timbaland the way I are. Alright, top three uh songs right now. Uh, number three, DJ guys fallen in love by Usher, even though I haven't listened to that except for like the time I just listened into my head thirty seconds ago. Two, The Way I Are by Timbaland. And that I love every Timbaland. Group. Yep. That's a great sample. That is a great sample. It's so dumb, but it works. I don't know. And then number one, Dangerous by Cardinal Offshaw. I don't think and featuring Icon, I I don't think there's a better hook. It is so sexy. I I hear it and I'm just oh. I'm the least sexual person ever but I hear that and I definitely feel sexy. So shout out to you Akon. Uh, I think I'm gay for Akon. You know what? Before we get into the bracket of drugs, I want to uh want to learn about Akon City. And uh, some people that know about Akon know that he's like making some city in Africa that's supposed to be a utopia. And I don't believe it. I mean, if you've gone and listened to him, inter- wow, okay. If, what I was going to say is if you go and listen to him interview and talk about it, he kind of sounds full of shit. Like he doesn't actually know what he's doing here. Uh, So we're on com. Every time I move my mouse, there's like a circle that follows the cursor, and it just really messes with my uh, experience. So already I'm not really loving Akon City. Home, about districts. Ah, there's a contact page for the city. Great. Uh, So we're going to do it. It's super futuristic. I mean, this looks like uh, Coruscant from Star Wars. So the developed economy aims to adapt future development. The current evolution required a flexible infrastructure to accommodate new real estate development. The fast pace of global changes, economic progress, uh, out of nowhere, in the middle of the sentence, we're going to capitalize poverty and technolo- technology race, continually causing Senegal to face new various challenges. Um, yeah, that's not a real sentence. Akon City will play a vital role in the quest for solutions to these challenges the knowledge we generate and the professionals we train are expected and quite rightly to what are the do african people that fuck all right <laughs> don't cancel me i was i didn't mean it like that do like does african english vary from regular english because this doesn't make sense it is these professionals, individuals, who develop the capacity and analytical skills that drive local, oh, local economies, create new industries, support civil society, lead capable uh, governments, and make critical decisions that will affect the entire economy. Okay. But where is Akon City? Acon City will be in, located in the heart of Catastral de Park, yeah, I, I don't understand this. I feel like this, this isn't very entertaining for the people listening either. I'm sorry. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand Acon City. I don't, like, can I just look up when will Akon City be ready? It just looks like Dubai, which, by, by the way, Dubai is fucking crazy. Have you seen, like, the skyline? It's fucking ridiculous. So when will Akon City be finished? I hate to shit on you, Akon. We should also rank top five Acon songs. Akon songs. So that's next. I mean, Dangerous has to be number one. I don't think... Oh, right now? Okay. We're on ClassicRockHistory.com, 10 best Akon songs of all time. All right. So we're on TheCointelegraph.com, and we're talking about Akon City. Senegalese locals left disillusioned by lack of progress on Akon City. Well, originally, sproiked as a futuristic city inspired by by the Marvel movie Black Panther, which sucked. I fucking hated that movie. Well, I didn't hate it. I just did not deserve the the best picture. There were so many better movies that year. And also, I understand highlighting Black culture. What about Black Klansmen? What about Black Klansmen? That movie was so fucking good. Spike Lee. I fucking love his uh Spike Lee's Instagram. I love how we just post, like, it's all good in, like, he'll do, uh, regular typing, and then whenever he types, duh, because it's, uh, duh five bloods, he'll do, uh, all capital, so he'll be like, it's all good in duh hood, you know, it's all good in- <laughs> So, anyway, back to the bracket of drugs. We got uh, weed versus alcohol. And as I said yesterday, another shout-out to the uh, 7th Street uh, Fine Wine and Good Spirits. Um, they're building something next to the Hip Hemp Cafe, by the way, on South Street. It looks really weird. There's that empty lot at 7th and South Street. And next to the Hip Hemp Cafe, which, by the way, is the most hostile environment I have ever been in. The So... As opposed to, like, 7-Eleven, which I've talked about, where, like, they just don't look at you, they don't say anything. That's pretty hostile, too. Acme. Fucking Acme is just like that, except everybody that works there is just... And I'm not shitting on overweight people. I'm just saying it's not always happy to see somebody that is smoking cigarettes and is overweight and maybe isn't making the best life choices. It doesn't, it doesn't make me happy, okay? I'm just going to say it. And a lot of people that work there just look... This oh, they radiate depression, and I don't need any more of that. I don't need any more of that. But you know what? It's right fucking next to me. But um, whatever. Hip Hemp Cafe. Okay. This person will look at you. I went in there. I went in there to buy uh a family member some CBD. Very weird situation. I probably shouldn't talk about it because we're talking about family. But you know what? <laughs> I listened back to like one of my old podcasts yesterday because somebody was telling me that they were listening to them, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, you were letting—I just let everything loose." This, this this show is ridiculous. I the weird thing is that like some people actually listen, and the I record it and just imagine nobody listens because why the fuck are you listening to this? I'm talking about Acon City and the Hip Hemp Cafe. Um, which will bring us to the bracket of drugs. I know we're, we're here for the bracket of drugs. Um, I applied for this. <laughs> I love teaching. Everybody get get at me for uh, music production lessons. I love teaching, so I applied for this job at a music school, and I sent them a DM because, you know, I'm really excited. I love new opportunities. I get I get so excited by new, new developments, especially when there's a new season. Oh, there's that feeling of invigoration in the air. Today's going to be 72 degrees, people, 72 degrees fucking degrees. I'm going to take a bike ride. I have to go on the train later to Delaware, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to get through it. Maybe I'll smoke a joint before the train. i will smoke a joint on the train. Fuck it, SEPTA. Fuck it. I have a totally good plan for uh, not paying for my train ticket, by the way. I'm not paying that 625 fee. That's ridiculous. I say they, their uh, card reader on the train is, uh, it like it only works with real credit cards. So if I just say, hey, can I pay with my phone? You're going to say no. And then the person working SEPTA, they also, unless it's some guy that, like, has a phone belt, you know, th- there's always, like, some white guy that has, like, a phone, phone belt, and he, like, really cares about his SEPTA job and takes it really seriously. So maybe that guy exists and he'll kick me off the train. But if that happens, then I'm just going to kill myself. I-, I don't fucking care. Um, anyway, the Hem Cafe, they, like, they just actively don't want you to be there they don't want you to be there. The lady will, oh, she just has the most hostile voice. You know, when you're talking to someone and they, they had this tone about them. What do you want? What now? Like as if she's getting bothered by somebody walking in and spending money in her business. So <sighs> I don't fucking care what time. Oh, now we're figuring out train logistics. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's too much for me to think about at once. That is way too much for me to think about at once. Because you know what? I have to get to the bracket of drugs. Which, uh, let's do this easy one. Okay? And we got something popular R slash alcohol. We're going to have to check that out. Okay? So we're going to go to Reddit. Been going on Reddit slash alcohol. Because I've just been interested. Um, I we will start with an easy one. Mushrooms versus LSD. Both have been... I just fucking burped. Except it didn't come out. So, that was weird. What do you call that? What do you call a burp that doesn't come out? Sorry, we're just fucking... Pull it up, Jamie. Burp that doesn't uh, come out. What do you call a... Jesus Christ. These are crazy. That doesn't come out. Like the The internet is ridiculous. The formal name for this disorder is retrograde cricopharyngeal dysfunction, RCPD. People who cannot... Oh, okay. I mean, these are two vastly different sentences. So we have the formal name for this disorder, RCPD. People who cannot release air upwards are miserable. Okay, I, I'm not miserable today. I mean, I will be later on. But right now, I'm not miserable. I'm coolin'. I just had a little bit of RCBD. CPD. CBD. am What I'm saying is um, mushrooms are way better than LSD. They uh, come from the earth. I guess LSD can too, but right now there's a lot more <laughs> ooh, opportunity for fuck shit with LSD. LSD, you know you are in for pretty much an entire day, and it's really— people. Some people will be like, well, you have more control over the trip. I don't know, man. Um, to me, the trips have been pretty similar. <laughs> the last time I took acid, I was in... i was. It was, like, some nice day in December, and I was in the middle of Rittenhouse Square, and I was scheduled to work, and I was just... Instead of doing that, um, I just sat in the middle and, like, sang these songs with this dude that had a uh, tambourine... But, you know, he stops his foot on his tambourine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's him, and he was singing some song. Cripple Creek, going down to Cripple Creek, have some fun. And I was just singing that, running around that uh, little, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just going to call it a cupola. There's like this little thing in the middle of the square. And that's the last time I took acid. But it, it just took so long, and you can never sleep, and I'm always up. Shrooms, I've had some really tough experiences on shrooms, but I will always say that I'm thankful for the experiences that I've had on shrooms. I guess I can say the same thing for acid. They kind of pro- have provided me with similar things, you know, tough realizations, tough, uh, I guess it's all realizations. I don't know. There's some, there's certain like mental habits, uh, mental tendencies that are just really hard to get back, not, not back, get past, Unless there's some sort of psychedelic drug involved. And both mushrooms and LSD have really helped me with that. I will say that. And they've been tough experiences. Really tough trips to get through. But they've helped me get past those things. I don't know if those are realizations or just growth or whatever the fuck. So with this fight, it really just comes down to which in the moment do I enjoy more? What would I rather take? probably mushrooms, because I know I'm going to be in for a shorter trip. I don't think I want to do any of these drugs anytime soon. Um, though my my therapist actually did just recommend me to do this uh, ketamine therapy. Uh, and I've been thinking about it, because you know what? I've come a long way in my mental health journey. I've come a long fucking way from when I was like 16. Oh my god. But there's some things that... I guess it just comes down to being a physiological thing, right? I think the human brain and just the human body is a machine. And indeed, there are certain things that are certain uh, hormones, whatever the fuck, that I might be lacking that cause me to be crazy about certain things, obsessive, anxiety, all that stuff. You, c- So many times... I, I, I hate, like, prescription medication. I hate SSRIs. I think people wind up treating symptoms of depression way more than actually treating why they're depressed. I think people just take a pill and they don't think to, I don't know, go to the fucking gym, get off your fucking ass, stop sitting and looking at a fucking computer all fucking day, stop looking at your phone, like, take a look at the habits that you have take a look take a look at what you're doing with your life and see like uh, maybe some of the things I'm doing are actually making or not doing are actually making me feel this way and it's not just some imbalance. It took me like fucking five years to figure this shit out. Truly I've I really do think I've gotten a really good healthy diet and exercise pattern and um, even what I was talking about earlier with this song, all right? I'm really upset by it, it's annoying me, but I know that just sitting at the song all day and obsessing over it and, like, getting down on myself is not going to fucking work, okay? So either I could think about it all day, or I could stop, and this is exactly what I did, I could stop, I could say, hey, Mary, you want some food? Because Mary needed to eat, and then I could say, okay, I'm just going to record a podcast. I'm going to revisit the song after I'm done recording the podcast. And then I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get on with my fucking day. And I'm also going to send this song to a friend and see what this see what my friend thinks. Because we it's all progress, right? It's all progress. Just because you're not actively doing something doesn't mean you're not progressing on it. Okay? And that's not directly tied to the point of, like, what can you do to better your mental health? But uh, back to the bracket of drugs, psychedelics can actually play a pretty large role, I would say. I would suggest doing it with somebody in a controlled environment. I have made the mistake many a times of doing a psychedelic drug just by myself. (sighs) Oh, I was talking about the ketamine therapy. Yeah, there's just this constant need to escape for me. I always need to be high or drunk. Always. It's just, and if I'm not, I, I look forward to it. You know? And it's it's really hard. It's really hard. I'm aware of what I can do. Sometimes when I want to drink, I'm just like, dude, just go. Go take a bike ride. So I take a bike ride. That's really hard to do. It is so hard to go fucking take a bike ride. That means I have to open my door. I, I live on the third floor, walk up that means i have to take my bike all the way downstairs and then i have to go ride it and like exert myself go outside do all this shit it's so hard to do that and that's what i'm saying when we're coming back to like i don't know maybe make certain choice change certain things in your diet like it can be really hard it can be really radical to think about making certain changes but i will always tell Somebody, as somebody, I think I have a little bit of credibility in the mental health world. I will always tell somebody, take a look at what you can change in your life before going on one of these fucking SSRIs that are just going to make you feel worse. Makes me mad. Makes me really mad. But yeah, mushrooms beats LSD just because the trip is shorter. And that comes to weed versus alcohol. So this is a tough one. I need some water. I think, let's just start with the fact that weed is very, very, extremely unlikely to have a bad ending. And I'm just talking about my personal experiences. I know some people get anxiety about certain things with weed. I also think that could be just because they haven't processed whatever is causing that anxiety because weed can kind of, like, Just like a psychedelic, it can kind of bring up uh, certain um, symptoms of certain illnesses. Like a lot of people say that weed will kind of unveil somebody's schizophrenia. That's probably a better word. Weed can unveil certain mental health issues within somebody. So I understand that. But for me, weed has always helped with all of my anxiety issues. Uh, I love getting high. I love the—I'm definitely— on, on another note, on a bad note, I'm definitely, like, habitually addicted to just the act of smoking anything. i found that if I just switch to, like, CBD weed, I don't really need the high. I just like going outside and smoking something. Like, doing the... <sighs> I like making everything smell like weed when I'm smoking. Like, I don't know. I like it. It's very satisfying. I'm definitely into the weeds with weed. I will totally admit it. And so I am, too, with alcohol. I mean, when I was 15 and 17, I had to go to the hospital and stop drinking and all this shit. You know what I mean? So I've been through the shit with alcohol. And there's—regardless of your relationship to alcohol, there is so much more bad potential for alcohol. I mean, the moment you you start drinking, you have a chance of having a shitty day the next day. And here's something that I came up with yesterday. Um— as I uh, decided to buy a like, well, actually it was on sale, but it would have been like a forty dollar bottle of gin. I don't know. I got this. I got a shitty bottle of New Amsterdam gin like two weeks ago, and I was like, dude, that <sighs> what a waste of money that was. It was fucking terrible. And so I wanted like a real bottle, and I, I I went into fine wine looking for a bottle of Tanqueray, and I was gonna get it until I saw this fucking Irish Gunpowder gin on on sale for like twenty six ninety nine. It would have been like thirty seven bucks. So, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love when something's on sale for, like, the exact amount I needed it to be because that allowed me to buy the two bottles of vermouth that I was lacking because just, like, the prices worked out. Oh, man. Fucking glorious. Um, anyway. I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, the gunpowder gin. Super citrusy. I love it. You know what? But it's expensive. Alcohol is expensive. And the more you drink, the more you drink. The less you drink the less you drink. That's a serious thing. Let me repeat it. The more you drink, the more you drink, right? So when you take that first sip of alcohol, it's really hard not to quote unquote, I mean, you could be at a bar. I was just going to, I was just thinking in the setting of your home, order another drink, right? Two drinks is just kind of standard because once you have that first sip, it's like oh that's really good, you know, so it's so unbelievably addicting in the moment, and if you form a habit with it, I, like, last week, literally last week, I drank every single day because I was making drinks, and I just, I formed a habit of get taking that first sip, needing more, needing up to, like, five drinks just to, just to, like, ha- enjoy myself, when this past week, yeah, yesterday I made myself a little drink but it was just for fun and that's totally cool like I totally have had a good relationship with it because I didn't drink the past like three days and I just been like riding my bike walking around smoking weed I think weed is probably gonna be a little I think weed's gonna win here okay I'm still gonna talk about it but I think weed's gonna win here for this reason um, there's just not a lot of healthy things about alcohol and I understand like digestives and aperitifs and that's a whole other thing with alcohol too it's the world of cocktails and mixology is so fun it's so fun I love my bottle of Fernet Branca which really actually does I, t- I tested this shit out Fernet Branca will actually help your digest bleh, digestion I ate <laughs> just a stupid experiment I ate two meals in a row one night and, well, I did two nights, so two nights I ate two meals in a row, like, not right before bed, but close to bed, and one night I didn't take, like, a couple shots before of Fernet before going to bed, and the next night I did, and I took a massive shit the night, the day after I took the shot of Fernet, and I'm gonna do that again and see what works, but it's looking like Fernet Branca is actually going to help with digestion, and because Apparently, somebody on Reddit said this on r slash alcohol. I don't know if this is true, but it's apparently because fernet and other bitters are, like, so fucking bitter that that combined with the alcohol, your body reacts to it as pure poison, and it has no choice but to kind of really speed up digestion. So there's something to be said about that. You just—with alcohol, you just have to be so fucking careful. And also, it's got a diuretic, and it makes you fucking piss. And uh, you know what? I fucking hate pissing because I have that problem with coffee. In the morning when I drink so much coffee, I have to piss like crazy. It's fucking annoying. I have to piss like every 10 minutes. Um, I, I, I just think weed wins because there's not – like today, there's nothing better. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to roll a fat fucking joint, and I'm going to walk outside. I'm going to I'm gonna get so high, and I'm just, it's just going to set the mood for the day. Okay? It's going to be glorious. So I think weed – is gonna win over alcohol, although just because alcohol has so much potential for bad, and not as much potential for good as weed does, I think I think that's what we have to do. And so that brings up weed versus mushrooms, and it's it's not easy, weed versus mushrooms. Um, I mean, when I talk about my initial experiences, just in the moment, totally weed what makes this hard totally weird <laughs> that was weird what makes this hard is the fact that mushrooms really have changed my life most notably when i was 16 i threw a party at my house and <laughs> this is classic 16-year-old fashion well i had the free crib for the weekend not as if my mom was ever home. I don't know why this weekend was any different than just any day. I was always home alone. I don't understand why I decided to throw the party at this week. And it might have, maybe she was gone for like an extra day or something. Because you know, my mom will pop in on like a Tuesday, say what's up. Um, shout out to my mom. I love you, mom. I'm I'm just fucking with you. I mean, I'm not, but I am. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's in bad in bad uh in bad spirits, whatever. <laughs> so I threw a party on Saturday. I invited like a lot of people, way too many people came and I was a little stressed. All right. The day after random people sleeping over, uh, Alyssa fucking spilled some shit on my carpet. Fuck you. Just kidding. I miss you, Alyssa. I thought you were really cool to hang out with, but you did. That carpet stain is still there. It's like, it was just some red. I forget what it was. It was some red drink and she spilled the shit out of it and it's still there. And uh, last year, like, my mom didn't find out, like, what the stain was until last year, I, I told her, because, you know, now my mom and I can just joke about all this terrible shit that happened, but, anyway, the next day, I was filled with that anxiety from the fucking party, like, it was really intense, Like especially when I was 16, man, like, growing up, I still feel like I'm 16, sometimes, and I know I've gained a lot more experience and perspective on the world, so, it's not, like, I'm definitely much more grown up, but <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> to think w- w- the the things that I did when I was 16. Like, I don't even want to do those things now. Fuck fuck, going to a fucking party. I fucking hate social things like that. Because everybody's just there to drink shitty things and, and, like, yell at each other and play drinking games. Which, by the way... Here's another. Here's another thing about why alcohol loses. I think drinking games are so fucking stupid. First off, starting to like get into the world of like uh, mixology. I'm gonna say it's a fucking cheesy word, but I, I kind of like it. So, getting into you know different like the creative side of making drinks has really made like beer pong and that kind of shit seems so dumb. This like making a drink for yourself is such a better way to get drunk because there's actual fulfillment as opposed to just throwing like a thing into a like a what is it called a golf ball pong ball ping pong ball duh it's in the fucking name dude pong into a cup and all the cups just provide this fucking plastic waste that we probably don't need and if you're drinking to get drunk just get drunk. Like, I'm not shitting on you to drink to get drunk. I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, it is. But I'm not judging anybody for it. But why don't you just get drunk? I don't get the game. Because after a few shots or whatever, the game gets much harder to follow. And then the game is just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? I hate learning these stupid fucking drinking games. Every time it happens, I just say, hey, I'm just going to get drunk and, and watch. Like no, I don't know how to play Thunderstruck or or your uh, flip cup game, but I know how to drink the beer. I know how to do that. And we're at a party, right? We're we're supposed to be hanging out, letting loose. I don't want to learn shit right now. I don't want to have to focus on a game. If I got a game, I'm gonna get all competitive and shit. And like, there's no weed games, okay? I fucking hate the drinking games. I'm just I'm just saying. So. Another reason why weed beat alcohol. But, sorry, and I had to kind of stop the recording because I had to figure out my train shit. And you know what? I did the classic thing where I I didn't actually figure it out. I just looked at a few options and was like, okay, I'll just... I'll let my... Like, I was talking about the song earlier. I'll let my subconscious uh, figure that out totally. And so, like, 3 o'clock is going to come around and I'm not going to have a plan. But anyway, no weed games So that's why weed wins again, and again, we are already here. We are at weed versus mushrooms, and uh, mushrooms have done a lot for me, but I think weed overall is just better. I think unless you're, like, microdosing shrooms every day, I think weed is probably going to make a bigger difference in your life if you're using it for some sort of good, right? This is assuming that weed isn't causing any kind of paranoia within you, right? This is assuming that it you have some positive relationship with weed. I think there's very little potential for bad with shrooms. There's pretty high potential for bad. It's not the same as alcohol, but... There's a serious potential for you to go on some crazy fucking trip that traumatizes you and scars you and fucks with your shit. Like for after that party thing, I couldn't go to a party for like three years. I couldn't go to a party. I was scared just because of the shroom trip. And it was probably good for me that I didn't go, that I like stopped going to parties and stuff. But it's true. Shit can really fuck with you. The the most. What's the craziest experience of I've had on weed? On weed. Oh, my God. Okay, we have to end the podcast there. I, I can't say on weed. Okay, weed wins. All right.